Kim Jong-un is back in the comedic crosshairs today, Tuesday, December 23rd. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Sony's on-again, off-again plans for its film The Interview are back on again. Kim Jong-un, from being so close to pulling off this great victory of having the whole thing pulled, has suddenly just played into Sony's hands and created this great PR campaign. Plus, surfing North Korea's intranet. You will see lots of information telling you about how great Kim Jong-un is. North Korea is the freest country on Earth, and everything is just dandy. And the Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca is no cakewalk. It's easy to whine and moan and complain. But if the instruction is be the best human being you can be, no matter how much you're being tried, that is spiritual enlightenment on steroids. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Remember me saying that if you wanted to go to the movies on Christmas Day, you had lots of choices, but one of them is not the interview. Well, we need to correct that. The latest is that several U.S. movie theaters today step forward to say they will show the interview starting Christmas Day, and Sony is good with that. So update your calendars. It has been a seesaw, as you know. Sony had announced the Christmas Day opening. Then following threats that theaters showing the film would be attacked, Sony backed down and pulled the film until further notice. James Jones is following the story. He's a journalist and directed the PBS Frontline documentary, Secret State of North Korea. So, James, when you heard today that Sony is going to allow independent theaters to bring out the interview, you tweeted, gosh, how brave. I mean, I was pretty surprised, as I think many people were, when Sony announced they were pulling uh, the screenings. You know, all North Korea watchers know that a lot of the North Korean strategy internationally is is bluster. And Obama's policy has been to effectively treat them like a naughty child and just not pay attention and wait till they wear themselves out. And he calls it strategic patience. So for him, Sony then giving in to these kind of outlandish threats totally undermined everything he's been doing the whole time he's been in office. So I'm sure behind the scenes, there's been a lot of pressure put on them to just get this out. You know, this is potentially a big propaganda coup for Kim Jong-un to flex his muscles and influence a multi-million dollar American movie. What is your take on the whole dust-up now? Is it still a propaganda coup for Kim Jong-un and North Korea? Well, no, I mean, I think now it's probably backfired on him. It's the worst possible outcome because this film, which was kind of doesn't look great, if we're honest, uh, it's a kind of middling, slightly slapstick comedy, which would have been released, got a you know decent audience, but nothing special. And when you so, say it doesn't look great, you're talking as a kind of cinema critic now. As a cinema critic, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's perfectly legitimate to make a film uh, about assassinating Kim Jong-un. It's a slapstick comedy, that's fine. But suddenly this is the most famous film of the year uh, <laughs> and people are going to be queuing around the blocks to see it at these small cinemas, you know. So Kim Jong-un, from being so close to pulling off this great victory of having the whole thing pulled, has suddenly just played into Sony's hands and created this great PR campaign for this kind of movie of, of dubious quality, maybe. Once this film was made, if all of this crisis originated with a hack from North Korea, how much do you think North Korea has learned from this whole episode? I think they probably feel like this is a model. You know, their nuclear threats that have gone on for, you know, more than a decade now are wearing a bit thin. Even Japan and South Korea are stopping taking them quite so seriously. So 
the fact that they're actually capable of pulling off an attack like that, you know, using a cyber hack. If indeed that's where it came from. If indeed, yeah. I mean, you know, the FBI have said that all the evidence points to North Korea. I don't think we'll ever be completely certain. But I think this is a great success for North Korea and probably a model of future attacks. When we made our documentary last year, it didn't even cross our minds that we could become the target for this kind of attack. But, you know, if we made a sequel, it would be kind of at the forefront of our minds and thinking, you know, how can we make ourselves more secure? Is it really worth doing? You know, and, and that's the problem is that people start to question whether, you know, not just commercial interests or journalistic, but is it worth putting, making ourselves a target? And it's not just North Korea, it's China, it's Russia, all these countries who might want to prevent you from publishing stuff about them. So I think broadly, it's a really worrying trend. And I think that's partly why it's so kind of embarrassing that Sony caved to them originally. So you're going to see it? Um, 